Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Real World Talks with Lourdes, Nat, and Kathy. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Today, we have a very special guest by the name of Michael Millian, who is the director of rooms at Como Hotels and Resorts. Um, he's an experienced room divisions director with the history of working in the hospitality industry. And I've known him for about six years now, and he has participated in several workshops and career fairs on campus. But with that being said, Michael, go ahead and let the listeners know a little bit about yourself and your backgrounds. And thanks for joining us today. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Uh, this is really fun. This is my my debut, uh, my podcast debut. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so um, a little bit about me. Um, I've been in hotels since 2010. Um, I started at FIU as a student in 2006. I started as a PR major, then I became a marketing major, and then I changed finally to hospitality after an intro to hospitality class. Um, and then I I ended up graduating with my bachelor's in 2011 from FIU. Um, in hotels, I started in food and beverage. Um, I came up, uh, my, first, my first job ever in the service industry was a dishwasher. Um, from there, I worked my way up uh, to a supervisor. And then uh, when I applied at hotels, um, my first hotel uh, job I was applying for was a front desk agent. Um, but I had so much uh, experience in the service industry. Uh, I ended up going in for a front desk agent interview and I ended up coming out with a, a food and beverage supervisor job. Um, so I was in food and beverage for about a year and a half, um, but I kept on finding my way. You know, I, I kept on going to the front desk, helping out the front desk. I would answer phone calls at the front desk on my break or, you know, on my downtime, I would go hang out in the back office just to understand how the hotel worked. Um, I was able to finagle my way into the front office. Um, my first front office manager job was at a Little Hilton Garden Inn by the Fort Lauderdale Airport. Um, from there, uh, I worked for a company called Highgate Hotels. Um, they hired me to open the Hilton Cabana, uh, where I was the director of front office. Uh, that's over on 63rd and Collins. Um, working at Hilton Cabana is probably my first experience uh, in Miami Beach in a, for, in a full service hotel. Um, working there, I worked my way through the front office. Uh, my last front office manager job was uh, opening, I was the pre-opening front office manager at SLS Brickle. Um, working at SLS Brickle, you know, I was able to implement all those uh, standard operating procedures, the training, the hiring, everything from the bottom up of a of an opening of a hotel. That was my second opening. Um, and that's what propelled me into a, a job as director of rooms um, over at the Standard Spa on the Venetian Causeway, Miami Beach. Over there, I oversaw the entire rooms department, uh, everything from front office to housekeeping to security to valet parking. Um, after the Standard, I went to go work at the Conrad. I went back to back to Hilton Hotel, the Conrad and Brickle. I was the director of rooms over there. Um, and that position allowed me to land with Como Hotels where I'm currently at. Um, I'm at the Como Metropolitan on 24th and Collins. Um, I oversee the everything that's not food and beverage. So spa, security, valet parking, maintenance, housekeeping, front office, security, um, you name it. 
And I've been at Como Hotels over a year already. Um, it's a small brand. Uh, we're a collection of 14 hotels. We're the only one in the United States. Um, but all of our other properties, uh, is, we have one in Tuscany, two in Bali, two in Maldives, uh, one in Turks and Caicos. We're at London, Bangkok, Thailand, Australia. We're all over the world. So it's a small enough company where it's a mom and pop company, but it's big enough to say that we were pretty much all, all over the world, literally. Um, that's pretty much my experience and a little bit about me. I love it. And Michael, it's funny because um, one of my former colleagues and I, we went for a spa day at that property and I absolutely loved it. We, um, we had like those little, I know they do like these little juices after you have yes. your massage and it was so good. Yeah, it's a special, <laughs> it's a special little property. Yeah, she keeps bragging about that spa day, but we still haven't had ours. <clears throat> no, <I'm joking. laughs> Promise we will have one and we will oh. go to Como. <laughs> well, now, now you have a hookup. Yes. Don't forget <laughs> you told us that, Michael. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, Michael, you've actually um, had a really great and I would say extensive um, history. Um, and I love how you kind of share with us a little bit of your transition, um, just even when you're first starting out with your, you know, your bachelor's. Um, but I heard from a little birdie that you are planning on obtaining your master's degree. Is that right? Yes, I've decided to go back uh, 10 years later a child later. Uh, <laughs> I decided to have spending a lot more time at home. Um, so I said, you know, why not, you know, let's, let's put my time to, to good use over here. Um, so I am going back. I start now in May in a couple, couple days, actually, I start my, my master's program. Um, I'm doing the online uh, executive masters in hospitality. Um, you know, eventually I, I want to own my own business, uh, you know, some sort of hotel management or consulting company. Um, you know, uh, one of my personal goals, um, you know, it's I would love to to be able to teach in hospitality, oh, you know, wow. like a kind of like, like an adjunct position or something like that. Um, you know, and I think the master. It's for that, you know, if if you want to be a general manager, if that's what, all, that's what you want to do in hotels, then I, then, you know, maybe you can make the argument about a master's or no master's, but, you know, if you really want to grow past that, you know, the, the master's is what, is what'll set you apart. You know, you'll, you'll, you'll really learn the leadership and the business side of the industry. It's not so much the, how a hotel operates or how, uh, you know, a, a cooking class, it's more of the business, the business acumen of the job and, you know, you could sit in the boardroom and have an intellectual conversation with a hotel owner, um, you know, an investor, um, you know, that's, that's personally, that's why I'm going back and, you know, I, I wanted to do it. You know, I've already been in hotels for 10 years. Um, you know, I think, I think it was, the, it's the right time in my career. And I'm glad that you mentioned something because um, I know that uh, Lourdes and I, we hear it a lot from our students, especially those who are finishing up in their senior year. We have a, a, our internship class and we actually have a, uh, we've had uh, questions about, you know, we encourage students to go ahead and pursue further education. And even in another class that we have where we have students research, um, you know, further education, it pops up and Lourdes can say it as well too, that students will say, nope. I'm just going to go ahead and use my experience. I feel like with my experience and my bachelor's, that's enough for me. 
So I think that it's great that you did mention that, you know, a couple of points there that yes, you know, you can still have the experience with your degree, which you can still have a fabulous and successful career. But it was great that you did touch upon, you know, why thinking about furthering your education. And, and it happens to a lot of us. Sometimes it's not right away. I'm just like you, mine, I decided to go back to school with two kids and I'm like, what am I thinking? This is so different from when I was younger, but um, it kind of moves along with your goals. So I'm glad that you definitely touched upon that. Absolutely. I agree. Um, you mentioned that you have a child. I know prior you mentioned you had an adorable son who's two years old. So how are you able to balance home life with your son and working during the new normal? Simple. Um, I don't, I don't plan anything with him. You know, the, the little ones, they're, they're so, they're so unpredictable. You know, if you're, if you're going to try to schedule nap times during meetings and meetings while they're, while the baby is taking a nap, you know, everything's going to go wrong. It's, it's Newton's law. Um, you know, luckily I've been able to, I've been able to go to work at the hotel during this time and ensure that I knock out anything that I need to. Um, you know, I, I make sure I try to, I try to knock everything out. You know, it's, I, I like to schedule myself as a, you know, pretty, pretty strict schedule as far as, okay, I'm going to work, um, you know, I'm going to be in the office. And if I know, for example, I got to be home by seven o'clock, I'm going to work as hard as possible to knock everything out by six o'clock so that I don't have to take any work home, you know, so I'm able to disconnect. And when I get home, it's spend time with the baby and spend time with, with my fiance and my little family. Um, you know, it's, and, <laughs> and, uh, when I'm working from home, it's, it's the same thing. You know, if I, if I know that I'm going to be home, you know, it's a lot easier to be a little bit more comfortable and take your time. But you know, I, I, if I'm working from home, I'll get up early. I'll have my breakfast. I'll take a shower. I'll get dressed. Like if I'm going to work regularly, you know, with the exception of the button down shirt and the dress pants, but you know, I'll get in my t-shirt, my jeans, I'll lock myself up in my room and I'll, I'll go hard for a couple hours on stuff I need to concentrate on. And then anything else that's, like emails here and there, I'll just take advantage of, you know, while I'm sitting here. Or, you know, send some calendar invites, or if I have to watch a webinar, I'll do it while he's watching his shows. Um, but it's, it's tough. I mean, I, as far as planning stuff, I, I, yesterday I had a conference call and it was two o'clock and I was like, oh, that's perfect. It's going to be his nap time. And my son ended up waking up yesterday at 1030 in the morning. So nap time for him yesterday was five o'clock in the afternoon. Oh. So, you know, you, you can't, <laughs> time, in a time like this, you can't, you can't plan. And the good thing is most businesses, you know, most bosses, they know what's going on. They're aware of what's going on. Um, they understand that, you know, kids aren't in school, you know, day, daycares aren't open, schools aren't open, and they're a little bit more flexible with that. And, you know, and having a good support system also helps, you know, we're luckily we're blessed that my parents live a few minutes away from us. So, you know, they like to take the baby one day a week. So, you know, I know that if I know that they're going to take them on a Wednesday, I'll plan my busy stuff. Or if I have a long work day, I'll, I'll, I'll know, okay, I'm going to stay at work late on Wednesday or, you know, I just coordinate with my fiance. It's like, Hey, you know, this day I need, I need you to help me out a little bit on this day. Cause I have a lot of calls and vice versa. She'll tell me, you know, she has meetings, she has things, you know, and I got a, you know, Miss, Mr. Mom, uh, you know, I have to, I'll be, I'll be the one to make breakfast, take them a bath and all that, you know, it's, it's, it's a two way street here and you know, it's, it takes a village. Yeah, that is for sure. And 
Um, being that this is kind of like the new normal with, you know, COVID-19 happening and affecting kind of all of our universes, um, how ha has it specifically affected your property at Como Hotels? Like what's kind of going on with that? Yeah, well, um, so us, like the rest of the city of Miami Beach, um, we did close at the end of March. Um, from a team of almost 75, 80 employees, we're down to a team of 13 working right now. Mm. Um, you know, every, every employee was furloughed, um, you know, which that's the new term. You know, I, I, I don't think I've ever heard that word so much as in the last two months. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's pretty much a like a temporary layoff, you know, where once we're ready to reopen, you know, employees will get brought back. Um, and for right now, you know, the, um, the, the company is, you know, we have the employees at home and, you know, we make sure that they have their insurance still. Um, you know, if they have vacation time or PTO time, they are able to use that. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, been, it's been tough. You know, I'm doing things that, that I never thought in my career I would be doing up. Yeah. You know, I have a checklist every day and it's going from top to bottom making sure that every toilet in the hotel is flushing so that the pipes don't get rusted or I have to go and run the shower and the hand sink for 30 seconds in each room. Um, I had to go through the mini bars to make sure anything that was, uh, that had a shorter shelf life or needed to be refrigerated got taken out of there and put in the kitchen because, you know, we were cutting electricity in the rooms, you know, making sure that every room is set to 75 degrees um, you know, I've turned into a security guard slash housekeeper slash maintenance guy. Um, if I <laughs> know if I work train. Monday morning, <laughs> Monday morning, yeah, Monday morning is my day that I gotta water the driveway. So I, you know, I get the hose and I'm watering the driveway for a couple hours in the morning, and I'm watering the orchids in the lobby. Um, on Wednesday, I'm dusting the boutique. You know, so we're all doing a little little bit of everything um, to make sure that once the hotel reopens, it's it's a quicker transition and it's easy to to reopen luckily um in miami beach we're used to the little thing called hurricanes um so we're used to mm -hmm. you know <laughs> closures and reopenings but you know during hurricanes it's one or two days you're probably closed not not four to six weeks like we're currently experiencing yeah yeah so kind of digging a little bit more further with the whole how it's affected your property i know that a good portion of our students are asking so what's going to happen once we get the lift and we and you know everyone's able to reopen you know how is this going to look like what's it going to be so specifically for your property how what are the plans to move forward in the reopening um after the COVID-19 yeah well we're reimagining everything everything you know hotel it's so difficult because it's such a right. high, high touch point you know where the guests you know where you know people love the personalized service and you know they love when you know the the specific service you get from housekeeping and the the breakfast buffets and you know it's just right. a thing where it's it's it lends itself to 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 something like the virus or the pandemic you know where now we're reimagining everything from check-in to check-out will you know, or will front desk have a big plexiglass around it to protect the front desk workers? Or will we not have a plexiglass, but now the front desk need to wear face shields? Um, mm -hmm. Housekeepers need to make sure that they have a pair of gloves for every single room that they go into and that they're always wearing masks. 
And, you know, what's a guest going to think when their bartender is wearing a face mask, making their cocktail? You know, are they going to like that? Are they going to be weirded out? Um, or oh, <laughs> over at the pool and beach, you know, every chair, you know, we got to, we, are we going to sanitize it before every guest? Or, so that the guest sees that we're sanitizing their chair, are we going to do it all at once when we open for the day? Or you know, just little things like that where we have to, where you, you don't think about on a day-to-day, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. This, this is really, you know, it's, yeah. it's turned our world upside down in hotels. Um, you know, where you'd have to think about, you know, things such as the elevator buttons that, you know, you don't think about, but how many times a day do you think people are t- touching those elevator buttons? That's just a, a breeding ground for, for contagion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I think are it things, are things like remote controls, light switches, hangers in the closet, just everything, everything. Yeah, yeah, I think that you mentioned something too that I, you know, it's been in talks and we've been hearing how the industry is thinking of ideas. And I think that we've seen a little bit for some of us who, you know, gone out to Publix and Target and seen out, you know, they have these plaques, these plexiglass, these plastic, you know, in front of you and the cashier, but. I think I was talking to one of my students yesterday and I said, as excited, I think, and some of us are to get back to normal. And I said, I don't know if I should tell her this, but we always, you know, have real conversations. I said, I feel like it's not going to be normal. I feel like when we first walk into maybe our old hotel or our old restaurant and now feel the difference because of safety measures, you know, it's like you said, our guests are used to this fully warm, genuine experience, you know, where we're handshaking and, um, you know, what is it, six feet distance and so forth, but it's going to be a little bit different, you know? So it's one of those things that I'm like, we're excited to finally be like, oh my God, we can get out the house and go back to normal. But like you yeah. said, I don't think it's going to be back to our old normal. They were saying like the, you know, the traditional firm handshake, that's probably going to be eliminated, <laughs> oh, you know? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, now I got to come. And I'm, yeah, <laughs> no, sure. no. at our hotel, yeah. we're, you know, we're, one advantage that we get to do at, at our hotel is, you know, we're able to to knock it out of the park with, with service, personalized service. We're a tiny hotel. We're 74 rooms, um, you know, and on each end of us, you have the mic. brand of, um, and on the other side of us you have the one hotel which is a thousand room monster that's beautiful and the only way for us you know to be relevant in that market is with the personalized service you know where every guest that checks in gets either greeted by myself or the general manager every single guest we come down wow. to the front desk we stop what we're doing and we come down and we you know they would shake their hand and welcome to the hotel my name is Michael uh, if you need anything please let me know or vice versa, where my general manager stops whatever meeting he's doing to go greet every single guest. And it's a, it's a shake of the hand, but it's like, what do we do now? You know, and, and especially being in Miami, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, every time I, I'm walking the hallways and every housekeeper I see, it's a hug and a kiss and how are you? And, you know, we're in Miami, we have that culture where, you know, we do the, what I call the Miami kiss. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, <laughs> you say hello to everyone and it's a hug and a kiss or whatever. And you know, like what is the new normal like, like what is that going to look like once we open or the, right. you know, it's, it's going to be weird for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. 
So Michael, what advice can you give to students looking for a job in the industry right now during this new normal and pandemic? Um, you know, the, the best advice I could give right now is be patient. Um, you know, be willing to, to wear many hats, you know, be, you know, don't, don't be, don't be above any job right now. You know, it's, it's, we, before this happened, you know, the hospitality industry was in a, you know, there was, with the unemployment rate being so low, you know, the job pool wasn't, you know, there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of people in the job pool. There wasn't a lot of people looking for jobs. With this going on, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of people now going, looking for work, but hotels aren't going to be as busy, you know, so it's, you know, the, you got to make sure that you're standing out from the crowd. You know, if you're, if you, if you, if you land an interview, you know, get there early, make sure you're dressed sharp. Um, you know, make sure you do your research on the company. You know, what, what hotel are you interviewing for? You better get on TripAdvisor and see where, where they're ranked on TripAdvisor. You better do some research, you know, type in that hotel name, click where it says news and start reading some articles on that hotel you're applying for. Um, you know, if you've gotten a call from HR or a manager, look them up on LinkedIn and do your research, see where have they worked before, what other, you know, what, what are their interests, you know, do your research. So when you get to the hotel, it's not only that they're interviewing you, but you're interviewing them. But you also want to make sure that they're a good fit. You know, you, like I was talking to my HR director and I feel like, you know, employees are going to start, it's going to be a question in interviews, you know, what did your hotel do during uh, COVID-19? what did you guys do for the employees you know things like that that you're going to want to make sure that you're choosing the right company also you know not you know you're you want to want to choose a company that took care of their employees in in a time like this you know and not just any company but you got to be patient because even when you land that job you're going to have to do a lot more than what you signed up for most likely because it's going to be less hands on deck and i feel like miami is going to ramp up pretty quick you know we're Luckily, we have the infrastructure here in Miami where we're going we're gonna to recover quickly. You know, it's, uh, you were a major city in, in the United States and travel always comes back. Every time you look, every time you look at, at, at any, any recession or any, you know, when the economy has gone down, um, travel always comes back. And, you know, it's just, this is just another blip on the radar. We're just going to have to, you know, change, change the direction of our sale. But, you know, it's, it's going to be fine and we're going to make it through the end of this. Like we have every time something happens, no matter if it's a hurricane or I've gone through her, I've gone through about three or four hurricanes. I've gone through Zika, uh, the economy recession in 2008 and it always comes back. You know, that's, that's all, that's all I could say regarding that. And, you know, just be patient. And if there's a job fair, you go to the job fair and you stand out, you know, don't, don't dress for the job. I know it sounds cliche, but don't dress for the job you're interviewing for. You know, dress for the, the next job, you know, Amen. if you're, mm -hmm. if you're applying for a supervisor position, go in and dress like if you're the general manager. You know, I remember when I used to start in hotels and I was all about, I would have my suit, my tie, and my pocket square, and my socks would match my pocket square. I, mean, I always had a fresh <laughs> haircut because I was at the front desk, and I was the first impression of the hotel. And I remember my employees would look at me, and they'll be like, oh, you think you're the general manager? Like, look how you're dressing, or look how you're acting. It's like, yeah, you, you take ownership of where you're at, you know, and you, you dress like if, if you own the hotel, and you act like it. And 
and people will start to notice that, you know, and, and your, your managers will start to notice that. And those people that will help you get promoted will notice that sense of pride. Awesome. Um, and Michael, can you share with us some of the um, wins and disappointments that you've had throughout your career? And that can be anywhere from Highgate to Como um, to Starbucks. <laughs> so. um, I would say uh, as far as wins <laughs> in my career, I mean, definitely my two pre-opening positions are probably two of my most, my, my most special experiences in this industry. Um, you know, being able to go, you know, to walk into a building and it's a construction site to, you know, seeing that project out till, till the end and after seeing it open and, and running the operation for six months, a year, however long after, um, you know, I think for sure that that's definitely the biggest win in my career. Um, also, you know, uh, yeah, I had, I, I was lucky that I've been blessed to be able to go task force um, at other hotels. And uh, so task force is pretty much when there's a, when there's a, a manager that leaves in, an, in another hotel, same company. And, you know, uh, if your ducks are in a row in your property um, and they tell you, you know, if you have a strong assistant and he can handle the department, you could go work at another hotel and go fix up that hotel for a couple months, a couple weeks, and you could come back. So I was lucky enough. Um, I've been on task force three times. Um, the first one was I was the front office manager for two weeks at the Double Tree in Times Square. That was super cool. Uh, 700 room hotel, 95% uh, occupancy year round, and it was nonstop. And that was my first experience working in New York City for a couple weeks. Um, then I went back for about a month. Uh, they sent me back to a hotel called the Park Lane at the 600 room property across the street from Central Park. So, you know, I lived in the hotel and I, I worked there. I was, I was the front office manager there as well. Um, and then when I worked at SPE, they sent me across the country for two months. I worked at the Redbury Hotel in Hollywood, California. So that was another cool experience. And it was right across the street from Capitol Records. So I dealt with, you know, one of my guests, I had Snoop Dogg, I had Diplo, I had Alabama Shakes. It was such a cool experience. It sounded like a really good experience. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I don't think a lot of our other fellow colleagues have had such great experiences where they've done the same. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so kind of thinking about some of your wins and your disappointments, um, and you share with us some of your exciting um, adventures that you've had definitely in your, in your career. Um, if you could rewind time, is there something or that you would tell your past self or would be anything that you would change that you would have done? Um, I would say, you know, it's, if I would tell my past self to, to be patient, you know, you, mm -hmm. you find yourself, you find yourself when, you know, and, and it's funny that I look back and I see it now with all my all my employees that are, you know, 21, 22 years old, that they're eager for the next step. And, you know, and they've been in a supervisor position for six months and they're ready to be the hotel director. And, you know, they're ready to do my job. And, 
you know, <laughs> I, re I remember when I was that age too. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was a, my first or second year of being a front office manager and I was like, oh yeah, for sure. I'm ready to be a GM. Yeah, I could do it. And, you know, and fast forward 10 years and I'm still not a GM, but I've learned so much and I keep learning in every position I get. And I'm just like, wow. Ago and you know and I, I I still find myself learning every day you know it's it's living in the moment enjoying enjoying what's going on and you know just focusing on 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 the project that's at hand and doing the best I'm um, do best I can with the project that I've been given um, you know this this industry you know it, things change so quickly and you know it's you got to be eager and you got to be flexible and you got to be willing sometimes. Sometimes you have to take a step back in order to take two steps forward. Um, you know, it's one of the, one of the low points um, that's happened to me in my career. It's, you know, it's, um, I had a hotel, I'm not going to say the name of it, um, but they eliminated my position and I had 30 days to find a job pretty much. And it was a hotel where I was, you know, I was doing great. I had passed all my audit scores and I had no write-ups on my file, no nothing. It was just, you know, as a, a new general manager, um, they had a new vision for the property um, and my position didn't fit anymore um, in, in the game plan. And it's nothing I did personally. It's, you know, it's a business decision, um, you know, so for people that have gotten laid off and, you know, and, and, and te temporary furlough or, you know, whatever you want to call it right now, it's, you know, you just, you just got to be patient and just know that this industry, you know, luckily we live in Miami and hospitality is the number one industry in Miami. So there will always be a job for someone as long as they're willing to work hard and be flexible and be patient. You know, we will always have work in Miami uh, in this industry. Yeah, Michael, I'm glad that you mentioned a lot of good points on there that I, I hope that, you know, especially our listeners who are students or our seniors getting ready to graduate, even our juniors, I think patience is one um, that, a lot of us, I remember in the industry, you know, we had these aspirations and it's great to have aspirations, but then we also have to be realistic, right? So I, I can definitely think about myself and saying, yeah, I tell my students when they say, could you do anything different? I'm like, yeah, I was so not patient. Like the moment you were like, no, you got to do this role first and then maybe wait two years. I was like, what? I'm not doing that, you know? Um, but I can definitely think that now looking back is so important that we do you know, have patience and then definitely, you know, it's okay to sometimes, like you said, take two steps back and then, you know, move forward. Um, but definitely also for our students to hear or our listeners to hear that someone else has been in that role, you know, where they've been laid off and it's tough, but I'm glad that you gave the encouragement that, you know, Miami is, it's a big tourism hub. So we'll kick back. We'll, we'll definitely get back on. Absolutely. It might not kick back in a week or two, but. True. Mm -hmm. True. Yes. We will. <laughs> but, but we will. We will, we will get there. You know, it's, you know, it's, it'll be a couple, maybe a couple months, a matter of, you know, it's, we're getting into a time of year where, you know, it's mother nature is going to play its course, you know, and all pandemics come to an end. And, you know, guess what? It, it does get cold everywhere else in November and December and everybody comes to Miami. We are going to get busy. It's, you know, you just got to be patient. That's right. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. So Michael, um, now that we know a little bit about kind of your background and 
your work history, we, we like to dive into a little bit more of the personal type of questions. And what I mean by personal is, what is your favorite food? What do you like to eat? Where do you like oh, to man. go to get a quick bite? Or sit down to eat? Like, what's your favorite restaurant? Okay. <laughs> so, like, if you ask me about my favorite restaurant, it's like a, th- like a four-part question. <laughs> like, it depends. It, uh, like, if you tell me fast food, my favorite fast food joint is Chick-fil-A. Ooh. Um, wow. Ooh, yes. Me- yeah. If you tell me to pick uh, a chain restaurant, then I got to go with the local Flanagan's. Um, and then, if mm. you to, well, then, if, like, if you go to, like, a higher-end chain, then Houston's and Hillstone, that is my go-to. Um, and I would have to say my favorite, favorite restaurant, geez, that's hard, um, Chaconi's at the Soho Beach House. Oh. Ooh. My favorite. They have the best. Uh, it's like a truffle and goat cheese pizza. Oh my oh, gosh! It's, it's it's probably the most expensive pizza you'll ever eat, but it's so worth it. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a it's like a it's like a thirty five dollar pizza, but it's amazing. It it's huge. It's like two meals though. Like I usually if I go for dinner, that's my dinner and my lunch the next day. Well, now we know, Lou, we have to go and Nat try out when this is over. Yes. <laughs> sure. Um, okay, so one last one about like a personal question. And don't worry, uh, nothing too, too personal. Um, so obviously, <laughs> we're all going through this crazy pandemic and kind of being stuck at home. I mean, or working, you know, as much as we can, but that's not much. We can't do anything else. What is the first thing that you will do when this pandemic is over? The first thing that I will do, and I think if you safe, yeah, can you hear me? Now we can. <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry. I don't know what happened. So um, I would say it's probably a unanimous decision in this house. Um, I think the first place, once it's all safe, you know, and the first thing we'll do is we'll probably pack up the car we will get on the turnpike and drive north for about three and a half hours and go visit where you're Mickey going. Mouse. I oh. knew it. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. When he said that three of yeah. us are going to pack up, I said, I think I know where they're going. I have a feeling. A hundred percent. It's okay, that will definitely, we'll, we'll, we'll bust out our annual passes and we will go visit, you know, we'll go help the economy in Orlando. Oh, <laughs> uh, my kids have been asking too. They keep saying, mommy, uh, so uh, is Disney World going to open up? And I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And they're like, are, are we going to see Mickey and Minnie again? I'm like, yeah, sure. Soon. Yes, yes. And my husband <laughs> my keeps poor, looking at me. My poor <laughs> kid, every time he sees on the TV, the castle, like in the beginning of the Disney movies, <laughs> they do like the castle and like that star, whatever. And he starts going around the house dancing and he starts going, Disney, Disney. Oh, <laughs> So, like, if he doesn't want to eat, we'll bribe him, and we'll be like, oh, we'll be like, Mason, vamos para Disney? And he'll be like, Disney? And we'll be like, yeah, you have to eat your food. And poor kid, we bribe him every day with Disney. <laughs> but event- he'll, he'll get there eventually. They, yes, he will. He will. He will. Maybe I'll, I'll run into you there with my little 
munchkins who are probably going to be crazy just like every other kid and parent running through there because i will be happy for to sure go to the haunted mansion sure. as well Absolutely. we are a disney family <laughs> <laughs> uh thank you so much michael of course absolutely yes, thank you so much so much fun so now nat's gonna no, thank you so much. You know, we appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule and, you know, talking with us and chatting with us and having our listeners learn a little bit more about you. And now that kind of leads us into our Real World Talks trivia. Uh-oh. Uh <laughs> I know. Uh-oh is right. Brace yourself. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I promise the questions are easy. Okay, you said good. that every single time, remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so how many people have gotten the questions right if you don't mind me asking oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I know I, well i won last time and it was on horror trivia like horror movies but like i love okay. all that stuff me and my husband love like horror movies and stuff like that so yeah um, and i won two uh, like the about two weeks before that i won there as well too against our dean but fair enough we probably will have to have a rematch, him and I, because, you know, yeah. uh -huh. uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but our guests tend to do very well. If that makes you feel a little bit better, I guess yes. you do very well. Better than me. I'm not going to lie. All right. <laughs> yes. So let me just have a disclaimer, just in case if you guys hear any, like, banging noises during the trivia. It's just my roof is being fixed, so this is my new normal for right now. Mm -hmm. So the topic for the trivia is Miami, Florida. Oh, oh. oh. five. <laughs> Don't worry, Michael. I'm going easy on you. Are you ready for your okay. first question? I'm ready. Okay. So what is the most recent year or the last time the Miami Heat basketball team won a championship? You have Oh, that's just not right. Oh, <laughs> oh my that's God. Just... Was it the 2012-2013 season? Yes, correct. Ah. It was 2013. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Before somebody left our team, we're not gonna say anything. I know. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, which architectural style does Miami boast about? Oh. Art, Art Deco. Ah, oh, perfect. Correct. You see? Ooh, I love it. Very good. <laughs> and you guys Thank thought you. it was gonna be difficult this time. You did awesome, Michael. Yeah, yeah. Go. Go next. Two for two. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what's the name of the baseball team based in Miami? Um, Who's next? Marlin. Oh. Lourdes. Oh, wait. Am I still answering? No, Lourdes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm going to have to omit that question. That's fine. <laughs> Okay, Lourdes. Okay, I'm ready. What is the name of Florida's most famous national park? Oh. National oh. park? Yes. Oh. Our most famous national park in Florida. Oh. Oh. Wait. Hey, wait, wait. Can wait, I phone wait. a friend? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yes, yes. It can either be Michael or Kathy. Wait, mm. wait. Wait, can I, can I, okay, I think I may want to guess. Can I guess? Think. Yes. Is it the Everglades? Yes, correct. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Florida's okay. 
Okay, okay, okay. Hmm. All right. <laughs> and what's the next question? Yeah. What is Florida's state fruit? The state Ooh, fruit? fruit. Mm -hmm. Orange? Yes, correct. Oh, okay, Michael, you must be competition. Nice. <laughs> oh, Kathy, you're next. Oh, my. Yeah, it always gets easy until she comes for me. Yes, my dear. <laughs> what is Miami's most common nickname? And I'm going to give you a clue. It contains digits. Mm. 305? That's correct. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so... When is the peak for tourist season in Miami? July, April, or December? December. Oh my gosh, we have a three-way streak. Woo! Okay, all my years. I, <laughs> so let's see. Hmm. Okay, whoever answered this question first is the winner. So this is a free-for-all, Michael. Okay, okay. What is the <laughs> name of the arena slash stadium the Miami Dolphins plays in? Hard Rock. Hard Rock. <laughs> Happy answer first, so she's the winner. Uh. Oh. <laughs> Michael, I had to take it back. I've been on a losing streak. It's been rough, okay? It's been uh. rough. <laughs> All right, I had someone actually message me and ask me, do I win? Like, is Natalie, like, do you win the questions, Kathy? So I had to do this, okay? No. Oh, <laughs> uh, thanks for that. Thank you, thank you. All right. You're welcome. Thank yes. you for joining us on our trivia game. Thank you, Michael. We had yes. fun today. Of course. Today. Thank you for having me. Thank yes, you guys so much. <laughs> and Michael, we look, look forward to, I'm sorry, Michael, I was going to say, when this gets back to normal, we do look forward to having you back on property at our school. Um, yeah, for sure. I'll definitely swing by the office. Yes, 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 yes. All right, ladies. All well, thank you guys. Thank you, Michael, so much again. And thanks to our of listeners. Course. And if you guys have any topics for next week's um trivia or any topics that you would like for us to discuss on our next podcast just shoot us an email and let us know thank you thank, thank you, you. <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs>